Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. The Metropolitan Transit Authority in New York City is the largest public transportation network in the country. And most people don't realize it's actually run by the state and not city government. Every day, on the average, about 8.6 million people get on a bus or subway train to go somewhere in New York City. And the MTA has more than 74,000 people on staff to handle that workload. It's those folks this story focuses on. It seems as though the MTA has, well, they have a problem with employees fudging their time cards to get more overtime. And so the authority has installed a network of -of state-of-the-art computerized time clocks that require the use of the employee's fingerprints to clock in or out. A $20 million deal for the company that landed the contract. Now thwarted because employees are simply beating the crap out of the new time clocks to disable them. (laughs) Well, anything for a little extra money, Cliff. You're absolutely right. I would beat the crap out of a time clock here if I thought we had one. Well, today... If it it would actually get you money. If it would get me money, yes. I would beat the crap out of it. Well, today is, of course, Friday the 13th. Yeah. So if you see a guy walking down the streets today, and he's wearing a hockey mask, Mm -hmm. and you're not in Canada, and you won't be... True. Run. It's a bad sign. Run. (laughs) Run from him. You ever wake up from a dream that was so good... That you go back to sleep, hoping that it continues. That it would, yes. Oh my! I've done that. I had that last oh, night. Really? Wow. Although you know, people tell me uh, in great detail about their dreams, and I, I sometimes I can get like some fuzzy facts together about stuff I've dreamt about, but none of the detail that other people seem to have, and I, I wonder what's wrong with me. <laughs> I very rarely do that, but I mean, I'm just like that. Yeah. I'm kind of fuzzy, but last night, yeah. I remember waking up going, ooh, we need to see where this is going. And it never works for me either. To going back to sleep it, to try to continue? I, and I no, even think about it, and it's like... No. <laughs> no, that's never... It never happens. It's like the script writers went, well, we're done. <laughs> it's, like, it's almost you can hear the paper wadded up and thrown in the trash can. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Well, the work day's <laughs> over. We're going to go home now. <laughs> we did said that in the 21st century, data makes the world go round. It's that never-ending collection of information, all compiled into neat tables, that city planners use to figure out where their town's been, and thusly, where it needs to go. And the bigger the city, of course, the more data that's collected. Like, say, San Francisco, where residents can call 311 to report a problem that government workers need to address. Now, 311 operators in San Francisco handle about 80,000 calls a month on average, usually answering in about 20 seconds, and over 90% of those calls are handled immediately, with the work being scheduled right there without the call having to be transferred. And if you've ever run a call center or worked in a call center, you'll know those numbers are stellar. Every call that comes in logged for what the problem was, now it was fixed. Data that the city planners then can compile and need to work on to plan for the future. You should know the Morning Roadshow Department of Just In Time For Breakfast has analyzed that data and has discovered nearly 29,000 service requests were made this year so far in San Francisco, 
to pick up poop, animal or human. Officials say the poop reports were up overall for 2019, partly because they introduced a 311 app to allow residents to report poop without making a call. And they can even snap a photo of the excrement and add a short description of the poop to help crews find it. Anybody besides me hoping that Cliff gets a virus in his computer for Christmas? Why would you say that? The poop app? (laughs) I have not installed the poop app on my phone. No, but I bet you will. I bet you will. (laughs) True story. A man who was recently arrested for burglary and grand theft auto died from a meth overdose and was found partially devoured in an alligator's mouth. (laughs) Now, if you have to ask what state this happened in, you don't listen to this program very often. (laughs) I know, I know, I know. (laughs) On a count of three, Cliff, let us know. One, One, two, two, three. three. Florida! There you go. (laughs) Cliff, you got any big plans for this weekend? Big plans for the weekend? Yes. Oh, well, it's... uh, the high school here, Princeton. Yeah, it's their winter ball. This, this a weekend. Saturday, yeah. Um, that's the only one I know of, anyway. And I have some people coming to the, the photo studio on Saturday afternoon for pictures. Do some of that work, and um, grandchildren will be around here, there, and yonder. And I do have that doctor's appointment uh, this afternoon. Oh, that's right. Yes. Hopefully that'll go okay <laughs> for you. I'm worried about you there, Cliff. Well, thanks. I you appreciate know. that. Here's the difference between you and me. When you have a doctor's appointment <laughs> that people are worried about, and when I have a doctor's appointment that people are worried about, it's two different things. You get a colonoscopy. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm having the doctor look at my hands to see how bad my carpal tunnel syndrome is. I would so. trade you. <laughs> I would not trade you. Because I don't know anything about the surgery or whatever they're going to do for your hands, but I'm yeah. sure there's no probing involved. Oh, there's probing. Oh, is there? Well, okay. Well... And you and welcome you, to my world. And, the, and you wake. Well, I mean, it's the probe isn't near as long. How's that? There, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you wake up and you're in. From what I have heard, anyway, you wake up and you're. Well, you have a vast numbness that you have to deal with for like two days. <laughs> Sounds a lot like a colonoscopy to me. <laughs> I'm just saying it. A vast numbness going on. Well, Cliff, according to Amazon, yes, my shipment should be here today, and I'm quite excited well, about this. You ordered something from Amazon? Yes, I did. Um, what, pray tell, did you order from Amazon? Mistletoe. Is this company not fantastic? You can get anything you off of Amazon. You can get anything there, and I yes. got mistletoe. You ordered mistletoe from and, Amazon. And for the first time yeah. in my life, Cliff, mm-hmm. I finally figured out what the problem is. What's the problem? You see, I've been ordering berryless mistletoe for years <laughs> i didn't know there was a difference oh yes you have to have the berries on it can... that's what gives it the power and so so it's the berries mine is full of berries <laughs> and it should be here today is, is there a guaranteed number of berries you're going to find hanging 32 there's going to be 32 32 minimum <laughs> on my mistletoe the power's in the berries and yes and it only works as long yeah. as the berries are on there. It can so, be one or a hundred. So once you lose your berries, you're done. You're powerless. Yes. So I'm uh, <laughs> quite excited about this. That has been my problem for now, years and years. <laughs> that you have no berries. Yes. <laughs> but I've solved that this year. By ordering the buried mistletoe. Yes. Well, Cliff? <laughs> is there, a, is there a, like, like a recommendation or how long will the berries last? Well, that's what I'm going to do this weekend while okay. you're uh, taking pictures and going to doctors. I'm going to go over the fine, with a fine-tooth comb 
the terms and conditions oh, okay. oh. of my mistletoe. Okay. And I'm thinking this year, <laughs> Yeah. fingers crossed, Yeah. when you see me walking around with it over my head. You're going to get some action. Well. You're going to be irresistibly drawn to kiss weed because he's got the buried mistletoe. There you go. See what you learned this morning, Cliff? Yeah, I had no idea about any of that. That's because you don't study this stuff like I do. <laughs> well, you know, there's got to be one. I'm just, who's, you know. I'm just not a pretty face around this place, Cliff. Is that what it is? No, I'm just not that. <laughs> I mean, this story from the UK proves that anyone can become a dumb criminal at a moment's notice, even people who should know better. Barry Murphy, who lives in the town of Dunfermline in Scotland, was sentenced to community service and ordered not to have contact with his now ex-wife for five years after this incident of domestic abuse got turned around backwards. Murphy was apparently arguing with his spouse at the time the incident happened and, well, feeling threatened, she called their equivalent of 911 to ask for help. The emergency operator later reported hearing a scuffle over the phone with the sounds of someone getting beat up and Mr. Murphy yelling for his wife to stop hitting him. It turns out he headbutted a door and punched himself in the face to simulate the attack, basically meaning he committed domestic assault on himself. We know this to be true because the argument took place outdoors and a kid across the street made a video. <laughs> Thus ending Murphy's 14-year police career. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I could um, punch myself Hard in the face. Hard enough to make it, yeah. I'm not I'd sure t- I could. I, I, I agree. I would think your brain would be going, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk this over here before we get any farther along. Cliff. Yes. More and more people in this country are starting to report that different cameras that they use in their mm. life yeah. are being hacked. And really? that's kind of freaking me out just a little bit, to be honest with you. Okay. I mean, it's freaky thinking that a complete stranger yeah. could be watching me right. at any moment. Yeah. We talked about this the other day with yes. the TVs that you can now buy that have cameras in them for like video conferencing and, and whatnot. And that they can be hacked. So... Complete stranger could be watching you. Stealing my fashion sense. I hate that, Cliff. I don't want him to steal this. No, I no, want this for no, me. No one wants that. I've, <laughs> no one I wants spent that. years working on this. <laughs> that? Yes. Yeah, the only thing that's going to happen with that, should it fall into the wrong hands, is it'll turn into some, I don't know, international internet joke. <laughs> you don't like my fashion look? <laughs> Not particularly. Do you uh, dance around the living room in that? Occasionally, yes. Okay, see there. there. I can do it here, too. No, thank you. Hi, who's this? Uh, My name is Dennis Herendrick. All right, uh, Dennis, where are you from? Well, I live in Posey County, but listen to you guys every day. You're a good man, Dennis. Thank you for doing that, okay? (laughs) Thank you. All right, that is wonderful. What part of Posey County do you live in? Uh, I'll tell you about the central part. About the straight, when you come straight west of Evansville, I just live 10 miles oh. west of Evansville oh. in Posey County. Excellent. All right. Well, Dennis, do you know this phrase that pays? I think I do. All right. Let's hear it from you. Today I feel like Willie Nelson looks. That's it. Congratulations. You win tickets to the Grand Ole Opry. Well, thank you. Thank you for listening and for uh, participating today, Dennis. Now, who do you want to see when you go to the Opry? Surely there's Well, someone. I'm an old fogey. 
<laughs> you know, I'm I'm 68, so you know I would love to see Ernest Tubb or, <laughs> or some guys like that. But you know, uh, I, I like uh, I like a lot of the the ones. Uh, I tell you what, uh, we were down a few weeks ago, and uh, one of the groups we saw was uh, Daly and Vincent. That's a good. Okay, that's a good one. Too. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well. Group. I hope you get to see them again. Congratulations. Drop by our studio and pick up your winnings, okay? Okay. Thank you very much, and you guys have a nice holiday. You, you too, too. Thank you. Bye-bye, You're Dennis. Welcome. Bye. What an extremely was... intelligent man that is right there, Cliff. <laughs> huh? Why would you say that? Well, you know. I mean, what about that conversation made you come to the conclusion he's an extraordinarily intelligent? Well, it's pretty obvious, Cliff. What? He knew the phrase that pays. <laughs> okay. And that makes him extremely intelligent in my books. <laughs> Wasn't the fact that he buttered you up like a piece of toast? Well, I could <laughs> I kind of like butter, so yes, yes. As we heard earlier this morning, our news department, yeah. which is entirely encompasses <laughs> Cliff Ingram. That's right, it's me. Yes. He's going to the doctor later on today. That's true. My appointment uh, is at the uh, orthopedic place to have them read the results of some tests I took to see how bad... The carpal tunnel syndrome is. And no matter how bad it is, Cliff, yeah. it can't be as bad as what happened to this gentleman in India. <laughs> oh, no. What happened? Doctors there in India yeah. had to remove 90 metal objects from the man's stomach. He had metal objects in his stomach? Yes. Did he swallow them? Yes. Okay. And during the surgery, it yeah. took much longer than the doctors had planned. Why is that? Because the man woke up once. During the surgery. Oh! No! Yes. Surprise! And he swallowed two scalpels and a stethoscope. You made that part up. Okay, you? that last part I made up. But the rest of it's all true. <laughs> Time now for Take It to the Bank. And today on Take It to the Bank, well, Friday the 13th, everybody always thinks it's bad, bad, bad. It's but, like bad luck. Yes. That's what everyone says. But how about some great things that happened? Okay. At least I think they're kind of great. Yeah. We got to play Super Mario Brothers for the very first time because it came out on a Friday the 13th. Nobody okay. was worried about that. No. There are some great birthdays on this day. Yeah. Including the Olsen twins. They were born on Friday the 13th. Okay. Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Funny. Yes. Funny lady, yep. And Darius Rucker. Okay. He was also born. Cool. On a Friday the 13th. Yeah. And a lot of people think this is the truth, but it's not. Yeah. Alfred Hitchcock was not born on a Friday the 13th. <laughs> How ironic is that? Yes. And yeah. probably mm -hmm. the greatest thing that's ever happened on a Friday the 13th. What's that? It's the last day before the weekend. If nothing else, just remember, <laughs> even Friday the 13th. It's still a Friday. Yes. So <laughs> who can be upset about that? You got a point there. You got to look at the, uh, look yes. on the bright side. Yep. And all of that you can take to the bank here on the Morning Road Show. Mm. And I read, Cliff, yeah. not 10 minutes ago, that that um, oldie spelling bee competition they always have, the national one, the oldie, Scripps. Uh, Scripps yes. National Spelling Bee Tournament. They've yes. announced some changes really? for the next year. Okay. They're going to, first of all, reduce the number of contestants that will be eligible to participate in it. Okay. And they're going to remove five letters from the alphabet. To make it just a little bit harder. Yes. No, I'm sorry. We don't use M's anymore. Cliff, anything said today? Phrase in, uh, phrases of the day start with number three. I have not installed the poop app. <laughs>
Although that might happen later. Number two. All these years, you've had no berries. <laughs> Why my mistletoe doesn't work, I'm telling you. Is that what it is? That's what it is. All right. The number one morning roadshow phrase for today. A vast numbness you have to deal with. Sounds like a colonoscopy to me. <laughs> does, does. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.